If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. We have some good news, Sonoma County. Recent rains have improved water capacity at local reservoirs. So Lake Sonoma is at 60% of its water supply capacity and the smaller Lake Mendocino is at 66.7% of its target water supply. So far this year in water, which began October 1st, Santa Rosa has received 21.5 inches of rain, which has already surpassed the previous two years. But experts are still hoping for more rain to further increase water supplies and aid the environment. So we're crossing our fingers that the rain continues and so far it looks like it's it's gonna happen it has not stopped i feel good about it and that's only positive effects for sonoma county all this rain so that makes me happy so this is going to remind you of the early stages of the pandemic due to the omicron variant and other controversies with the hollywood foreign press association this year's golden globe awards will be a totally different experience it was announced yesterday that the ceremony will be held with no audience and no red carpet the winner's will be announced at the Beverly Hilton on January 9th. So the association is still in the process of figuring out whether they want to live stream or how winners will be announced on social media. And we're seeing this a lot with award season right now. The Grammys might be postponed. It, it's frustrating to say the least. Well, Thomas Rhett did a very good job of you know, the whole the show goes on despite things situation and formed at the National Hockey League Winter Classic in Minneapolis on Saturday. It was t- negative 10 degrees outside. Oh, Lord. Negative. Uh, there's a video clip of him performing. Welcome to the Winter Classic, y'all. My name's Thomas Fred. Thanks so much for having us out here tonight. This song's called What's the Country Song. You know and the then I assume he's just downing some hot chocolate or some coffee right after this song. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it was freezing. And the NHL actually confirmed that it was the coldest game in league history. How did he do it? Well, shout out to Thomas Red. Yes. That's tough. I mean, he plays guitar. I My fingers wouldn't even work in that kind of weather. The show goes on. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Yesterday after the show, Amber and I were talking and specifically about snacks. I was completely shocked and appalled that combos was called the number one snack in America. Because personally, I think combos are gross. And I told you, Amber, I think they taste like dog treats. Yeah, and then I asked, how do you know what dog treats taste like? In my younger days, I may have lost a few bets, a few Double dog dares. And yes, okay. I, I have eaten dog treats because of a double dog dare. Yeah, you didn't tell me. You were just like, I've, I've had dog treats before. Yeah. I think that maybe you like dog treats. You think so? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so do they not taste like meat? Because no. I imagine that dog treats would taste like some sort of meat. They just taste weird. There's like meat flavoring in it. But I would not recommend <laughs> any human to eat dog treats ever in their lives. But... Uh, I don't just enjoy it for fun. I, I don't go I don't to the. <laughs> I don't go to Petco and I'm like, you know, what? I'm a rewards member for a reason. Time for a snack. I, you, I, I come over to your house. You have dog treats in the pantry, and I'm like, Tanner, you don't have a dog. I'm like, mm, pretty <laughs> sure you I do. <laughs> so, Amber, when it comes to double dog dares, I truly believe that 
it's like the law of the land for kids. If you do a double dog dare, yeah. if someone says it, you do it. Yeah, especially after watching A Christmas Story. Yeah. It's like Bible, you know? <laughs> exactly. I've done some really crazy double dog dares in my life, so I get why you've had dog treats before. Mm-hmm. My friends used to make me drink these concoctions at the lunch table. Would it be one of those concoctions that they just mix a bunch of stuff together and you'd have to drink it? Yeah, like Ugh. ranch and hot sauce and Coca-Cola. If you, disgusting. If you had ranch and Coca-Cola together, you cannot judge me for eating dog treats I'm, I, once yeah. apart. <laughs> I wasn't judging. I was just questioning why you knew what they tasted like. Nicole from Petaluma is joining us right now. Nicole, who was dared to do something in your life? <laughs> my uh, my cousin was drunk, and he was dared to get a tattoo on his butt of um, Tweever, and he did it. And he has a Tweever tattoo on his butt. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. I've been confined to my couch this week with like some weird like neck and back pain. And I started doing something that really, really shocked me. I started watching reality TV, and I started watching this show on Netflix called Selling Sunset. I'm Jason Oppenheim, and this is my twin brother, Brett. Together, we built and own the Oppenheim Group brokerage here. Anyone who's buying or selling in the Sunset Strip in the Hollywood Hills calls us. Behind those doors is all of the women that make this brokerage what it is. And it is hilarious. It's a reality TV show about a group of realtors in L.A., and I did not realize that real estate could be so cutthroat until I watched this show. Now, I wonder <laughs> if real estate is cutthroat or maybe it's heightened because it's a reality TV show. Right, exactly. So I'm watching this show, right? And these women are being so mean to each other. And I'm like, there's no way I could do this. Yeah. And I know it's for like the show. I know it's acting. But I was like, there's no way I could ever be on a reality TV show. Never under any I, circumstances. Like, not in this way, because they pin you against each other, like the producers and everything. Yeah. And I'm so new to the like the reality TV show world that it still shocks me. Yeah. I'm like, they're so mean. Personally, <laughs> I'd love to be on a reality TV show. The I have drama. submitted to reality TV shows before, but I don't think I'm interesting enough <laughs> or like controversial enough to make that happen. So what's an example of one that you've submitted to? Uh, the Circle uh, on Netflix is where strangers are in a room and they do a social media competition to try to win and get votes and all that stuff. Okay, that sounds cool though. It's very cool. That, that one sounds really really cool that I I think you could do but I I just don't think you could be like in an interview room and be like Amber breathed weird on the air the other day and it was so disgusting I hate her like she spilled her coffee five days in a row and I can't take it annoying (laughs) like I just there's no way you know what I mean yeah yeah well we've got Jenna from Santa Rosa on the phone Jenna you said that you've tried out for a reality show how did it go years ago when people actually still watch Survivor I did the audition and I was waiting there and I had some producers come over and say hey can we speak to 
ICU, and they took me into a little secluded area, and we talked more about how I had been watching the show. I got the show and everything, and I told them flat out, I said, people will either hate me or love me. I'll either be the first one gone, or I'll make it almost all the way to the end, if not the end, but everyone's going to hate me, because I will lie, backstab, cheat, whatever to these people who are my so-called new friends nice. that I just met 40 days ago for a million dollars. Why not? And they liked that I would be ruthless about it, but unfortunately I have high blood pressure and it was considered a Aww. medical liability, so I didn't get to go any further. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Pajamas outside the house. Do you love it or do you hate it? <laughs> nice PJ Simpson. Did you mommy buy him for you? Of course she did. Who else would have? All right, Simpson. You win this round. This sounds bizarre, but I recently got my first pair of pajamas ever. Ever. What do you mean? Like a pajama set? Yeah. I've never even had the pants or anything like that. I have worn gym shorts to bed every day of my life until very recently. And I just got to say, pajamas are great, and I can't believe I lived without them. Yeah, I, I have a couple of sets that I love. My grandma buys me a pair every year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 30, but my grandma buys pajamas for me hey, every Christmas. That's awesome. And that's yeah, a really great. cool tradition. And I think I might have to join that tradition. Not from your grandma, but just in my personal I life. I mean, I don't know. She might buy you some. <laughs> so over the weekend, I was going to head into Safeway on 4th Street. It was like 6 o'clock in the morning, super early. I just jumped out of bed, threw on uh, my shoes. And my girlfriend goes, are you wearing pajamas to the grocery store? And I was like, yeah, it's six o'clock in the morning. Nobody's going to care. And she goes, you should never wear pajamas outside the house. Yeah. Do you agree? I mean, it depends on what you classify as pajamas. This is a full set. So yeah. the pants and the button shirt match. She calls them my grandpa pajamas. Like if you wear like maybe sweats or leggings and like an oversized t-shirt to the store and that's something you slept in. Yeah. That's probably a little more acceptable, but I have a feeling that you would get weird looks. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe she just didn't have like feel like dealing with people being like, is that Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning wearing pajamas (laughs) in Safeway? I am new to the pajama community. I am learning the rules and regulations yeah. <laughs> of pajamas. And Vicky from Santa Rosa is on the phone right now. Vicky, how do you feel about people wearing pajamas in public? I hate walking into the store and seeing people in their pajamas. They could put a little more effort into themselves. Mm. I've actually seen somebody in their pajamas. They were wearing the onesie type of pajamas. <laughs> it was a piglet, and people just looked at them and shook their heads. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Actress Abigail Breslin. She's not apologizing for masking up. So here's what happened. On January 3rd, Abigail shared this picture from her visit to Las Vegas where... She wore a mask while riding the Big Apple Coaster at the New York, New York Hotel and Casino. And one user chose to comment on the photo, actually pretty recently, and said, who's the pathetic loser wearing a mask? And what came next was actually a really personal answer from Abigail. She said, that pathetic loser would be me, someone who lost their dad due to COVID. You can kindly go away now. 
And I think like regardless of your views on mask wearing and you know what people are saying, I'm really glad she decided to not tolerate this comment from someone with the username Chesty1987. And it just seems like, you know, maybe they're a troll. Maybe they're, you know, just hateful. Maybe they're going through something and they feel the need to call Abigail Breslin a pathetic loser. But who could just say this to someone who just lost a loved one? She's doing what makes her feel comfortable. And obviously she's still grieving the loss of her dad or she wouldn't have said something like that. And how could we not show someone grace during a tough time like that in their life? I mean, no matter what, no matter what your views are, you call someone a pathetic loser who just lost their dad. And I think, you know, if we think about it, she had to grieve during these weird holidays that we're having. She had to experience like such a weird holiday season this year. And she had to do it without her father by her side. And I'm just saying, like, who cares if she wore a mask on a roller coaster in New York City? No reason to call her a pathetic loser. And back in February, Abigail actually took to Instagram and announced the passing of her father, Michael Breslin, at the age of 78. So we're just thinking about her family and her at this time and anyone who's lost a loved one during the pandemic. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. A French university is offering a master's degree in drinking, eating, and living. Love that. Right? Isn't that rad? (laughs) So the school says that students will learn how to differentiate between good and bad food, coffee, and wine. And 15 students have signed up for the course. That's it? 15? I would assume that everybody (laughs) would want to sign up for this class and the wait list would be like 100 people long yeah and sounds pretty awesome to me i mean (laughs) when i was in college we had a wine tasting class because where i went to school is a pretty uh, big wine community nothing like sonoma county but there's literally a class where you'd sit around and taste wine that sounds awesome doesn't it that sounds awesome (laughs) i couldn't take it because i wasn't 21 years old yet but amber did you ever have a class in college or maybe there was a class at your college that was extremely extremely easy um i'm gonna have to say the history of rock and roll yeah and i think it was so easy to me because i was so interested in it and i was like very enthralled And it was a huge class. I mean, everyone took it. Mm -hmm. You could take it whether or not music was your major or not. And it was just fun and easy. And I was really lucky to have a class like that in college. I imagine you're sitting there in the classroom and you're like, how do you people not know that Led Zeppelin 1 was released in 1969? (laughs) What is the matter with you guys? (laughs) It was awesome. Isabel from Broner Park is with us right now. Isabel, what is the easiest class you've ever taken? When I was in high school, we only had four classes a day, and they were each an hour and a half long. And I took a class called Theory of Cinema. Basically, we watched a movie, and then we talked about it. Nice. And we got to pick what movie. Like, this week, so-and-so picked a movie. The next week, the next person picked a movie. And that's what we did all week, was we watched a movie and talk about it. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up, and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever been stuck in a snowstorm before? Uh, I have family in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and they posted some pictures on Facebook of it snowing 
in Florida. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Can you believe that? Snowing in Florida. In, what? In in Florida, dude. I never thought <laughs> I would live to hear that it's snowing in Florida. So there's a system rolling through the U.S. right now, and it's causing a lot of freezing temperatures and snow in the most unusual places. And I'm just saying, like, luckily, Sonoma County, we're not getting hit with those temperatures. It's expected to be mild this week. We've got highs in the 50s to the 60s. And I, I'm i not saying I hate the snow, I just can't imagine being like in the snow, stuck in a snowstorm, and that being part of your daily life. It's just never happened to me before. Luckily, it hasn't happened to you before. Being from the Pacific Northwest, I've dealt with my fair share of snowstorms. I have not been able to go to school or go to work because of a snowstorm. Have you ever been stuck in one, like stuck in traffic? Like I-95 is so backed up right now because of the snowstorm. So have you ever been just like trapped? I have. When I was in college, I used to travel over a mountain to go to my job. Uh, And the thing is, is I was driving one morning at like 3.30 in the morning and I got stuck in the snow. I slid literally off the road and snow was so compact that my car couldn't get out. I had to call a tow truck. It was oh. a whole thing. Oh my gosh. And then that pass oh shut down. The pass shut down. And so I literally- It gets worse. Not, it gets worse. And so I was just sitting out there the entire day, made a snowman and everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What'd you name it? Uh, I didn't name it. <laughs> Boo! But maybe I should. Maybe I'll name it Amber. How about that? Okay. <laughs> With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Linda. Linda recently contested a speeding ticket and won. But is that true? Not according to Barry Martindale. Hello? Hi, is this Linda? Yes, is she? Linda, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I have reports in front of me that you recently contested a speeding ticket and you won. Uh, yes. I have been asked to investigate further, and uh, I have had law enforcement place a speeding tracker underneath the wheel of your vehicle. And basically what we're trying to do is see if you actually speed or not. No, you you can't do that. You're not allowed to put something in my car to track me. or that, This is illegal. Are you kidding? We've been looking at your speeds for uh, the last quarter, and you have sped 64 times. Okay, I don't know where you're getting uh, there's no way that this this is under my car this is invasion of privacy who do you think you are who do you think you are driving around reckless across sonoma county so 64 speeding infractions at 150 dollars a ticket means you owe us nine thousand six hundred dollars oh that's ridiculous i'm not paying you a dime you i i'm not i don't drive recklessly first of all this this shouldn't even be in my car So this is what I can offer you at this moment, Linda. I can offer installments of $500 a month. No, you're not offering me anything because I'm not paying you a dime. I'm going out there to my car right now. I'm going to find this thing, whatever this is that's under my car. I'm going to rip it off and I'm going to to stomp on it. Okay, this is ridiculous. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my god!
Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. I got to be honest with you for a second. I got nothing going on in my life right now. And this is probably the most exciting thing that's happened to me in a few weeks. I made the best sandwich yesterday. The best ever? It was truly the best sandwich I've ever had. And I've had a lot of sandwiches in my life. (laughs) What was in it? Okay, okay. So here's what I did. It was like one of those days where you go home and you're just like really, really trying to find something to eat. So I'm like digging through my fridge and I like pull out some bacon. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I found some turkey meat and I was like, yes. (laughs) Is that what happened to you? Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of times I have to run through my fridge and see what I ha- I can throw together. So I pulled out the bacon and I was like, I love this stuff. I cooked the bacon. And then in the bacon grease, I like flash fried the turkey meat. And oh. then in the same pan, I toasted the bread. And then I put shredded cheddar cheese on each piece of the bread. Let that melt. Then I did mayo, mustard, we had like a head of lettuce, so I put fresh iceberg lettuce on there, so it got all crunchy, and that was it. It sounds like your pretty basic sandwich. Sorry, my mouth's watering, but I don't know what it was about this sandwich. It was absolutely amazing. I am currently seeing stars right now. <laughs> that sounds so good. It was such a good sandwich. Especially the bacon grease with the turkey. My it's mind is genius, blown. genius, right? Have you ever even done anything like that? Have you ever thought about it? No, I've never thought about that I mean, before. you're and a world-class chef. Eh, I try my best. <laughs> I don't know if I can make a sandwich like that. Maybe uh, a new side hustle for you could be like a sandwich artist or something like that because that is creative. <laughs> you know, we go to Lazzini's a lot over here in Bennett Valley. And I, you know, you're right. I think I may have that in my future. Yeah. Maybe they might hire me. Maybe they <laughs> might put this sandwich on their menu, call it the Amber. I like it. <laughs> I, if any business out there wants to carry the Amber, please do. Just let us know. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. So I was at the Santa Rosa Plaza the other day. And I saw something I've never seen before. I was walking around, I was over by the Cinnabon, and I saw this woman wearing a backpack. Not that weird. Right. I saw that the backpack had kind of a plastic bubble on the back of it. And so I was looking at it, I was like, "Ah, that's kind of weird. So I went to go get a Cinnabon, as I do. And I looked closer at the backpack. There was a cat inside of this person's backpack. (laughs) I've seen those. I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently it's extremely popular right now. You should get one. No. (laughs) You should get one. It'd be fun. No cat would enjoy being in a backpack. Of course, there's ventilation and the cat's going to be okay. But imagine going somewhere and be like, oh, got to bring my cat. You know, it's the same concept of people putting their dogs in like purses and stuff like that. You can just now do it with cats. Don't discriminate, you know. Dogs like going places. From my experience with cats, they don't want to go anywhere. And I <laughs> Have you it, asked them? Do you know that for sure? Hello, cat. Would, do you enjoy being in that backpack? Would you like to go to the mall? <laughs> I, I would like to ask a, a cat that question. The cat looked totally freaked out. There's no way it was enjoying it whatsoever. <laughs> Pet owners have gone officially too far. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, I saw like 15 different backpacks that you could put your cat in on Amazon. So it's definitely a popular thing, like you, you mentioned. Looked. Yeah. You thought about it. 
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but it's not the first time I've seen something bizarre at the Santa Rosa Plaza. One time in the Macy's, I saw a person with a pet goat on a leash and the goat was wearing a diaper. Yeah, I, I've seen some crazy stuff at the <laughs> plaza for sure. Only in Sonoma County, right? Yeah, only in Sonoma County. Uh, on our Instagram story, at Amber and Tanner in the morning, Sonoma County has spoken and 67% of Sonoma County think cat backpacks are stupid, <laughs> <laughs> which I agree with you guys. And 33% of Sonoma County thinks it's cool. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Nick from Napa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions, Nick. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring you back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Perfect. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? No, I'm good. What? No, you get a half a point bonus. I don't need it. Oh, okay. Wait, that's kind of smack talking right there. You should give him a half point just for that. You know what? I don't know, Amber. I'm kind of on your side on this one. Nick doesn't need a half a point bonus. All right, Nick. Mr. No Half Point Bonus. Here's question number one. Seth Meyers has tested positive for coronavirus and has canceled his talk shows for the rest of the week. Seth Meyers was an anchor on Weekend Update for over a decade. Which TV show has Weekend Update as a segment? CBS. That is incorrect. Question two. The Washington football team will unveil their new name, logo, and identity on February 2nd on the Today Show. True or false, the Washington football team is the oldest NFL team. False. That is correct. Question number three. John Deere has developed a self-driving tractor. Which country star sings John Cougar, John Deere, John 316? I don't know. I'll give you an X. Here's question number four. A rare Incredible Hulk number one comic book was auctioned off for $490,000. Is the Hulk a part of the Marvel or the DC Universe? Marvel. That is correct. And here's question number five, Nick. Jordan Davis says that he's looking forward to a great 2022. Who does Jordan Davis collaborate with on the song By Dirt? Oh, no clue. I'll give you an X. Going to bring Amber back here. Amber, Nick from Napa, Mr. Doesn't Need a Half a Point Bonus, got two out of five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They must be hard then. Amber, here's question number one. Seth Myers has tested positive for coronavirus and has canceled his talk shows for the rest of the week. Seth Myers was an anchor on Weekend Update for over a decade. Which TV show has Weekend Update as a segment? Saturday Night Live. That is correct. Nick from Napa got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two. The Washington football team will unveil their new name, logo, and identity on February 2nd on the Today Show. True or false? The Washington football team is the oldest NFL team. Uh, false. That is correct. The oldest team, the Arizona Cardinals, when they were based in Chicago way back in the Uh, day. Okay, wow. Nick from Napa also got that (laughs) correct. Two to one is the current score. Question number three. John Deere has developed a self-driving tractor. Which country star sings John Cougar, John Deere, John 316? Keith Urban. That is correct. Nick got that incorrect. Amber, you're up three to one. Question number four. A rare Incredible Hulk number one comic book was auctioned off for $490,000. Is the Hulk a part of the Marvel or DC Universe? Marvel. That is correct. Nick got that correct. 
four to two is the score. And here's question number five. Jordan Davis says that he's looking forward to a great 2022. Who does Jordan collaborate with on the song By Dirt? Luke Bryan. That is correct. A perfect five out of five for Amber against Nick from Napa's two out of five. Nick, Mr. I don't need a bonus. I am so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's all right. She kicked my butt. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay that you didn't need the half a point bonus, Nick, because you're going to the Chase Center on January 30th to see Kane Brown. Right on. That's what I'm talking about. Tickets on sale now, canebrownmusic.org. But Nick, you did lose, my friend. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to Kane Brown thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner, Froggy 92.9. So I read this on the internet today that men say the second best thing about being a guy is not having to give birth. Why does that have to be a thing? Like, okay, listen, okay, there's a whole list. And to me, it's like a list of things that are saying like, oh, at least we don't have to do these because we're a guy, but women have to deal with it. So the list says things like dealing with the time of the month or, you know, you can go to the bathroom anywhere, unlike women. And unlike women, we're just able to go and get ready, go out in 10 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm without like taking hours to get ready. It's it's stuff like that. I think it's possibly insensitive to do that. But uh, the other side of me is like, do you think this is men's way of saying that uh, we appreciate women for having all these additional things that they have to deal with? I'm asking out of pure curiosity. I don't know, but I want us to set the record straight here. What are some great things about being a woman? Let's flip it. The best thing about being a woman so Tanner, I want you to try to think real hard right now. What might be some great things about being a woman? We have this list online about great things about being a man. I would find I, the women in my life I have found to be a lot more independent than men. They can function on their own better than men. And so for that, I think that's a great thing about being a woman. Okay, nice. I'm speaking as a non-woman, though, so take that with <laughs> right, a grain right, of salt. Right. Um, so we asked on Facebook, just trying to get some like female positivity in here. Uh, Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. What are the best things about being a woman? Jackie from Pengrove said, we're typically able to be more emotionally expressive or able to communicate the emotions with more acceptance. I agree with that. Oh, that's a great way to think about oh, it. Yeah. Uh, Katie from Windsor says, we get to wear rhinestone boots in all the things that are ruffled and sparkly. <laughs> and Alexandria from Santa Rosa said, the prerogative to have a little fun. It's the prerogative to have a little fun. Yeah. Oh, 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 they're totally crazy. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.